see if we can get okay so now that it's recording uh well... huh. Kyle died during recording. I can't hear you again. Like it's I can see the I can see the green, but I'm not hearing anything. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, I can. Okay. Okay. So, assuming that we don't have issues with that, uh, welcome. This is Talking EFL with Kyle and Turtz, a new podcast where me, Kyle, and Turtz. Hello. Uh, about the EFL. So, Um, what do you want to know? Whether or not anything will change. So, just looking at the ECFA right now. Right now, in Legends, we have Hades Creek, Death Valley, Lincoln, Biscayne Bay, Anchorage, and Grand Rapids. That's the rankings there. Then in Heroes, we've got Athens, who I believe has already clinched seed in Heroes. And then there's a big pack of Savage City, Trenton, Roswell, Manchester, and Sacramento. Uh, so I guess, do you see any of those changing at this time? Um, I, I don't think so. I think Miss Kane Bay could move up in Lincoln. Uh, yeah, Biscayne Bay, I believe, can move up to second seed, third seed over Lincoln if they win out and Lincoln loses out. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, it could happen, but I don't think it will. Um, yeah, your team Anchorage, if they win out and Biscayne Bay loses at least one, would possibly could possibly yeah. get in as the fourth seed. And Heroes is probably more interesting. You could get Ma Manchester in if Trenton or Roswell lose at least one game and Manchester wins out. Depending on how everything works. Although Manchester looks much weaker because Looks like they've gotten a bit lucky with some of their wins. They have the least amount of point four, points four between those three and the most amount of points against. So yeah. it's unlikely to change much, especially considering there are only two games. Um, I guess we could talk about some of the awards. I think yeah. Heisman at this point is mostly the running backs because uh, two best the best quarterback that has a chance at winning is probably 
Ajax Cole the fourth or uh, probably just Ajax Cole the fourth. And even yeah. he's not super great. So I think you look at the running backs. Uh you My guess is it ends up being Holloway or Casimir. I think yeah, the only one, uh, of the, one of the two in Hades Creek. Yeah, I um, think the argument against them though is because Hades Creek has a uncapping quarterback and both of them are uncapping or at least Holloway is an uncapping running back and they're both really good. You might make an argument like uh Maxwell from Savage City, which has which I think their average is close enough and they're pretty good. I'm not even sure if any of them are really good at receiving. Yeah, it looks like um, running backs aren't they, really they, doing much. Yeah, Holloway and uh Always 120 yards receiving, and uh, yeah, uh, I think I go with Holloway. Although Casimir yeah. also has a very good case. Casimir okay. was on Anchorage, but he transferred like two seasons ago. Uh, did he transfer yeah. when Zeke left? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Receiver of the year, I think, probably has to go to Justin Sane. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm biased. I'm as, like, he's I'm as heads and shoulders he's... above the rest. You might make a case for Flugel Hagendorfen, Cowboy in America's player, because he has caught more touchdowns, but I think those yeah. extra 400 yards. I, I think the only thing for... Uh, CIA. I'm not even gonna try to say that name. Yeah. Um. Is his average, which is way higher than Sane's, and that one more touchdown. But even then, I don't think that can edge it out. Hmm. But it, it yeah. could happen. I think it would It'd have be to be a couple really good games for Cowboy and America's players, and then. A couple mediocre games for Sane, just for him to be able to make up enough space that he could receive the award. Yeah. Uh, I think running back of the year probably will end up either Hallway or Casimir as well. Yeah. I think that's just how it's going to work out. I kind of want to give up. Um, interceptions just by the defense are just have been weighed down recently. Yeah. Um, so looking at that, I think looking at cornerback of the year, you could make a case for a couple guys, but it's probably going to be Dash Kelly or Axel Riker. And I'm, I'd go with Kelly because he has former passes defended and more interceptions by one at this point. Yeah, I, I'd say he's going to get it. Yeah. Um, 
Interceptions are just way down across the league. Yeah. So, uh, what about uh, safety of the year? Uh, safety of the year. Well, um, let's see. There are a couple of safeties, like in the pack, with just like four interceptions each. Like, there's a pack of four of them. Yeah. Um, one from Sacramento, one from Anchorage, one from Biscayne Bay, and one from Manchester. So I think the two with the biggest claim to it are probably the one from Manchester and the one from Sacramento. Uh, yeah. Actually, Anchorage, too, because he has three forced fumbles. Yeah, I, I think it... I don't know. Because Manchester's one has seven passes defended, but I think just because all of them are all kind of similar, I think I'd give it to the one from Anchorage, if I'm being yeah. completely honest. Ricky Howard has uh, he has less tackles than Winther, but he also has more forced fumbles. Yeah. Same amount of interceptions, just, one less pass deflected. Yeah, so. I just don't know how much the people who vote are going to value those. And, of course, there's the fact that there's lots of randomness just inherently. You yeah. also might make um, a case for uh, Reno's player who has 142 tackles, which is leading the CFA, but he only has one interception. So... Yeah, that's... I don't think tackles are that good of a stat. That I think that tells me that teams are often completing lots of underneath passes to him. He's making a tackle. Or they might just be playing him at linebacker. That's probably more likely. Yeah, I mean, with a team like... Um, with a team like... Uh... Um... Team like a Grand Rapids. You're, you kind of have to play a player like that at linebacker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the fact that Grand Rapids just isn't very good this season. And so that will probably negatively impact his uh, chances. Yeah. Also, I, I think, think, the, think the fact that Grand Rapids. Oh, sorry. Uh, the fact that Grand Rapids has less good players could probably impact his tackles because, like, if you have he's less the only one players, capable. Yeah, if you have less players yeah. that can keep up and tackle, you're gonna have. If you have one that can tackle well, that's gonna end well. Kind of a sponge, tackle sponge. Yeah. Uh. And then looking at linebacker of the year, there are a couple of them. I think Badier from Sacramento is probably the best one out of them. He has three passes defended, 137 tackles. I think the biggest stat here is the 11 TFLs. It tells me that he's getting yeah. a lot of blown. He's blowing I, up a lot of plays. I think Orton could. Oh, yeah. Orton could take Roswell. it over from 
Roswell. He is more TFLs. Yeah. He's more stand. TFLs, but he's just. I think I'd need to see him get more tackles, though. Yeah. I think if he's within 15 tackles, he probably could get the award, deservedly. Yeah. Um, and then there are no other awards there for defense. Uh, kicker of the year, it's always a bit of a... It's always really hard to figure out. Looking at field goal percentage, there's the kicker from Grand Rapids, who's made 15 of 16 and made all of his extra points, but there have only been 14 of them. Yeah. Because he's on Grand Rapids. Um, and then there are a couple kickers that, there's the one from Biscayne Bay, one from Hades Creek, one from Death Valley. Wow. I, I think Death Valley's kicker could be valued higher just because of how many punts he's had inside 20. He's had 14. And, like, Grand Rapids had some good... The Grand Rapids kicker had 10 inside 20. So, it's it's punting and kicking, so... I don't know if that would affect it too much, but yeah, could. I I'm thinking it's probably going to go to the Biscayne Bay kicker because he's close enough to Krishna and field goal percentage, field goals attempted, and he's he's kicked a lot more. Is basically what I'm saying, and he's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, you might make a case for the Hades Creek kicker because he also has attempted one from 50 plus. Yeah, but I mean, oh, Lincoln's kicker has two made from 30 plus. I mean, he's not 100% on him, but yeah, he's two for three, which isn't bad for 50 out. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd go with Biscayne Bays though. Yeah. Uh, then, looking at tight ends, I think it's mostly a two-man race. You've got Lehman, who's got the best receiving statistics. He's got 517 yards and two TDs. Um, and then you've got Cunningham, my player. He's actually, interestingly enough, got better yards per catch, but I guess part of it is that he only has a freshman quarterback to throw to, and also Death Valley likes to use their running backs a lot. Yeah, I think I think Jeff Jeff from uh, Lincoln could. He only yeah. has 287 yards, but six touchdowns is pretty impressive. Yeah, six. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Cunningham has 285 yards, no TDs. But if you look at his O-line stats, he has 33 pancakes, which is on pace to set a record. Next closest only has 22. Ow. For Titans, yeah. That is pretty good. Um, 
There isn't any fullback, too. Oh, yeah, fullback. That's a little bit Connor harder because nice. some of the fullbacks show up as tight ends because they're playing fullback, but they're showing up as tight ends. Um, oh. Let's see, best fullback in terms of yardage is the one from Athens. But he also has 13 catches versus Biscayne Bays has six. But looking at O-line, which I tend to value more than receiving, especially for fullbacks. Um, Oaks has the most at 17, and that fullback from Athens has... Let's see here. Uh, three. So... I don't know. I think it's a coin flip there because the fullback from Athens has plenty more receiving statistics than the rest of them. But the one from Biscayne Bay has much better pancaking or an O-line statistics. Yeah. And looking at a special teams for Turner of the Year. Hmm. Probably going to be someone who has at least one return TD. Uh, I think Robin Bradley is likely to win that because he's got one of each. He's the only one to have that. Wow, both Trenton's kick returners have a TD. Um, only other person who has any claim to it is. Ballington from Sac from no not Ballington is so from Grand Rapids. Right no, uh, neither of those. Jackson from Savage City. Sometimes it's hard to read these things because yeah. he has the only other punt return TD. Yeah, but his kick return average is not super great, so I think I'd give it to Bradley. Yeah, I, I think, think Bradley could get it. He has more. More yards. Yeah. And then uh, maybe talking about the EFL, even though I think both of us are ECFA guys. Yeah. I'm, I have two I guys think. in the EFL. I am. MVP race is still alive, but it's getting to the point where it's starting to be more clear. Yeah. Uh, um, you might want to start talking for me because mine is still loading up the index. Alright, um I haven't checked rushing stats yet, but Manchita looks really good on the quarterback side with only one less uh one less passing touchdown. Wait. Oh uh, one less one less pa passing touchdown and like twenty like 56-something less yards. So, um, and the Lee from Minnesota looks just as good, if not better. Got a higher yeah, passer he's rating. he's got a better rating. He's throwing better. I... I'm biased because I play on Seattle. I think I prefer... Well, let me look at rushing statistics, actually. 
see how good quarterbacks are doing there. Songfire not doing super well. Um, yeah. Oh, but he is leading quarterbacks, second in quarterbacks rushing yardage. Um, it looks like they're not really running that much. So yeah. I don't think it's really that impacted. But Manchita is a better rushing quarterback by a little bit than Lee. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't gauge too much by rushing, but his average is eight yards. Yeah. He rushes a lot less than Lee and has more yardage. I don't know if that's just because Lee is a pocket quarterback and Manchita's not, but Yeah. So I think Manchita may have more in speed. But I mm, Lee has more yards, TDs, more interceptions though. But there's like he has like a little less than a hundred less attempts, which might give him the edge. Yeah, because uh, I think that means he's averaging more yards per attempt. Jebba Salon, I don't know how to pronounce it. Has 26 rushing touchdowns and 1,624 yards, which leads in both. Yeah, I just think that because of how good all the quarterbacks have been, you know, they're passing 50-plus TDs. Um, I don't think Jubilee's is going to win that. Yeah, uh, I just want to take a moment to ask... Who on Denver named their player Orban Jogger Haman Jensen? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't. I haven't been around long enough to know who that was. I can look it up on EFLO, though. He's the yeah. running back, right? Yeah, the running back for Denver. I think he used to play for Death Valley, actually, because I think the year I joined, the season I joined Death Valley, he just he had just graduated. Flustered. Smitty. I think it's like, like Smitty Werber, whatever that is. Something in Eflo. It's a really interesting name. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Smitty. That's Influstud. Only has 368 TPE, which is impressive considering he is. He has more rushing yards than Brickhouse or Krishna or Gus Bus. Yeah. Although, to be fair, it's a lot easier to be really good at running back doing that. Uh, so, yeah, I think yeah. it's probably G. Leeson's award to lose. So, unless McIntyre just goes absolutely insane these last couple games, Even then, I think I it's probably G. Leeson. I think he's getting nine. Honeycutt's been yeah, kind nine. of disappointing, if I'm being honest. Yeah. They're rushing him a lot, but he only has like 3.7 yards per carry. Yeah. He's he's only in his first year, I think, so. Yeah. Don't put too much on him, but. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. McCain. I didn't know McCain Callahan. Charm McCain Callahan 
Reynolds player was playing receiver this year. He's not very good at it, but yeah, he's classified as a wide receiver in Eagles. I guess played a lot of. I guess Reno probably already has his running backs. Yeah, um, he's got thousand yards, thousand four hundred seventy-eight, most touchdowns. Then the well, I mean, look at Kane Callahan's rushing statistics. Though (laughs) he's averaging. 2.3 2.3 yards per carry for a run, a technically running back. Maybe you should keep him as a receiver. I don't even know. Running back. Yeah, I think maybe. I think he's still an EFLO. Uh, I think he's still. Running back, but I think they're just playing him at wide receiver. That's why he's showing up. Maybe they put him as backup running back every once in a while, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Looks like McDolan's gonna run receiver of the year, though. He has a better average than Callahan, only one less yeah. touchdown. Yeah, he's, Plus he's he leading the league in receiving yards. Much higher average and yeah. one less. Uh, yeah, he's still classified as a running back in EFLO. Oh. Uh, looking at tight ends here, probably... Kip Silver or Griffin Town, maybe Bumberpuff. Yeah. Um, all of those are close enough in receiving yards. Uh, probably Griffin Town, considering he now has 46 pancakes. And uh, where's. Okay. Finding Kip Silver, he has 25. So I think it's Griffin Town. I mean, I, I think Silver. It's still my, eh, I don't know. Because he has nine touchdowns. And... He's got better receiving statistics, but only by like 100 yards. And actually, Griffin Town has more TDs than him. So I think Griffin Town's likely to win that. Yeah. Offensive rookie of the year is kind of hard to predict because not a lot of rookies did really well. Yeah. Um... Uh, I don't think there are. Oh, no. Sonfire's the rookie quarterback, but he's not played well. Um, Honeycutt, only rookie running back that is really important right now. But he hasn't done that well. Uh, 1,158 yards, which is impressive, but on a 3.7 average and only six TDs. Um, Receivers-wise, 
I can't even remember the receivers that were drafted this year that much. Um, first guy that I know for um, Casey Jones. Yeah, I know. I know he was a rookie. He is pretty solid this season. Yeah. There's that rookie from uh, New York. Um. I don't think he's super high up. Maybe. Uh, Raymond Bernard, the tight end, is actually doing really well. Robert Joseph. 629 yards, 5 TDs. That's pretty good. But honestly, just not a very impressive class on offense, at least. Yeah. Um, defensively, I don't see a lot of, I don't see a lot of, um, defensive players that are rookies super high up. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm a defensive rookie, but I haven't gotten any playing time. I don't know why. I guess the. I don't know if the. For packed at linebackers or something? Yeah. Hmm. There's not a lot of good rookies this season, this draft, at least so far. Yeah. Can't even, I mean, I can't even find a defensive rookie that's super. Good. Let me look at the draft from last season. Oh, wait. Hmm. I was going to say something about Sunfire, but he's the worst quarterback in the league right now, so maybe not. Yeah, Sunfire has not been good. Um, Maybe Top Hat, but he only has one interception all season long. Yeah, I, I don't um, know. Let me see. I'm going to look at the rookies. Anifla, and see who has the most TPE. See if that helps out. Um, I think we're a fellow, isn't Maybe it is. Um, oh, I forgot about uh, the Joseph brother. From uh, Biscayne Bay. Oh. Um. Uh, William Joseph on Denver. I think he's probably the front runner. He has a. Uh, Four interceptions, 13 passes defended. Pretty good. Yeah, 64 tackles. Yeah. Um. I'm looking at kicker. 
There's a couple ones that have a hundred percent field goal, so I think it's probably one of them. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with Moana. Be bad. Yeah, he has the highest extra point percentage of all of them, and has kicked the most field goals. Um, but Chong on Toronto also has three from fifty plus. Diana Gunner has one for 63, wow. 63 yards. Yeah. I don't know who lines up their kicker. 63 yards out, but I mean... Apparently Wheaties. And when I, when I was I'm a player, I used, to think, I used to think strats were this like, huge thing. It's really just a few. Like... Yeah. Looking Dude. at returner of the year... Um, probably Cooper, Dale Cooper, because he has a kick return TD and has the highest kick return average except for Hiroki Renamitsu, but yeah. Renamitsu doesn't handle punt returns and Cooper does and Cooper also has a punt return TD. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's all the awards doled out. Uh, we're probably running a bit low on time. So, yeah. once again, this has been Talking EFL with Kyle and Turks. And this has been our first episode. Welcome.